Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Tuesday, June 20th, and we start with local news. A man is alive thanks in no small part to a group of Giles County first responders who rushed to help when his tractor rolled over on top of him. From his hospital bed Monday, 67-year-old Randy Sanders told what happened and how much he wanted to thank the heroic first responders and doctors at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. It all happened the afternoon of Saturday, May 27th. That's when Sanders said he was out bushhogging a steep piece of property on his Giles County farm. It's a steep incline. I have been down 100 times, he said from his hospital bed. Suddenly, Sanders said his tractor began to roll. He said he put his left leg out to stabilize himself, but the heavy machine rolled on top of him and crushed his leg, snapping it in two. Part of the tractor fell over and crushed my leg, he said. The father of three was badly injured, and he called 911 for help. A wonderful lady from Giles County talked me through, he says. That woman was EMT-trained dispatcher Brandy Chapman, who was recently awarded Advanced Emergency Medical Technician of the Year, as well as other awards recognized by Ascension St. Thomas. No doubt about it, she saved my life, Sanders said. Chapman kept Sanders calm and quickly told him to turn his shirt into a makeshift tourniquet. She told me that she was not going to let me get away from her, Sanders said. Sanders was at the bottom of a hill on Whit Road, a remote stretch of Giles County. Some say he might not have been found if not for the quick thinking of Chapman, who told arriving units to sound their sirens so the victim could tell her if he heard the sound getting louder or softer. She pretty much walked me in and told me where he was. Honestly, if not for her, we wouldn't have found him, Giles County Deputy Eric Smith said. Smith was first on the scene and immediately realized the situation was serious. I noticed he had lost a large amount of blood. He was spitting up blood which led me to believe he had internal injuries, Smith said. Smith said he is a former soldier with tactical casualty training. He assessed the situation and opted for a second tourniquet. It was very significant. When I first assessed his ankle, I could not find his foot. I had to lift his leg up, and his foot was under where his calf muscle would have been. He was coughing up blood, he was in a bad way, and needed immediate help, he said. By this time, Sanders' son arrived with a side-by-side. Rescuers, rescuers put Sanders on the ATV and caught, got him to a waiting ambulance that raced him to a landing zone where Life Flight was standing by. Smith believes if not for the quick thinking of everyone involved, Sanders might have died at the bottom of that hill. Sanders said doctors told him they could amputate his leg or he could face many surgeries and months of rehabilitation. So far, Sanders has had six surgeries, with more to come but said he's in good hands at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. He also wanted to recognize the Giles County first responders who helped save his life. I told them both, you are my new heroes. If they had not been on top of their game and the professionals they are, I probably wouldn't be sitting here today, he said. Sanders smiled and said he expects to be out playing golf next year on his newly constructed left leg. The City of Columbia, in partnership with the Tennessee Department of Tourist Development, will unveil the Tennessee Music Pathways marker for Lily Mae Glover this morning, Tuesday, June 20th, beginning at 9 a.m. at 814 Woodland Street. 
Vaudeville blues singer Lily Mae Glover, often known professionally as Big Memphis Ma Rainey or Baby Ma Rainey, was born the daughter of a preacher in Columbia on September 7, 1906. She grew up in Nashville singing with her family, moving at 14 years old to join a traveling medicine show. Glover claimed to have opened for Ma Rainey, one of the first recorded blues singers known as the mother of the blues, at the Frolic Theater in Birmingham around 1925. In 1928, she settled in Memphis, where she played local clubs. According to her account, she nurtured up-and-coming artists, including B.B. King and Bobby Bland. In 1953, Glover recorded two songs for Sun Records, Call Me Anything and Baby No No. She predated Elvis Presley's debut by 14 months. In the mid-1970s, Glover was booked on the Memphis Blues Caravan. She made regular appearances at Blues Alley in Memphis's Front Street, interspersing her songs with stories. Spring Hill's Board of Mayor and Aldermen are considering a pay scale change for employees in the city based on comparable ranges and other municipalities and county governments. A resolution was presented to the board at their most recent meeting, but it was deferred until later this week after discussion. According to the staff memo presented to the board on January 3rd, the Board of Mayor and Aldermen awarded a contract to Burris, Thompson & Associates to prepare a classification and compensation study update. Steve Thompson of BTA reported to the Board of Mayor and Aldermen on May 15th the salary surveyed of comparable cities, counties, and public utilities, and the data obtained was used to create pay ranges based on job functions and titles. Each position was assigned a grade, and each grade assigned a minimum, midpoint, and maximum. Thompson reported last week the pay ranges themselves only needed to move about 2%, but police were about 9% below market. He suggested the board move the pay scale the 2% and police up 8%. In the city's proposed 2023-24 budget, there is $950,000 budgeted for the increases, but City Administrator Pam Kasky said in order to reach the suggested raises, the board would need to approve about $140,000 in additional funding. Thompson reported 108 employees would be given raises immediately based on the minimum on the new scale. Most of the city's employees could see a 5% increase as well as account for inflation. Thompson and Kasky presented the board with options for a 5% increase and a 6% increase across the board, with police getting either a 2% increase or 8% increase in minimum pay movement. Kasky said other cities are doing 5 or 6% increases, and it's important for the city to keep up with neighboring municipalities. Obviously, I would like to see us pay our employees as well as possible. I think it gives us the best ability to recruit, she said. We're challenged against some of the other wealthier communities that don't have the kind of issues we have with capital needs, she said. Alderman Matt Fitterer said he was okay with either this, the 5 or 6% option, while Alderman Trent Linville wants to make sure the board doesn't sway too far from the initially budgeted $950,000. One of the additional proposals included a raise based on years of service in the role, but Kasky and other aldermen objected. I don't necessarily equate tenure to great performance, Alderman Brett Murray said. The issue with performance or merit-based compensation is being able to equitably process performance reviews, and the city has only done one performance review in recent memory, if ever. We need to get a little experience under our belt about being fair and equitable and teaching our supervisors how to do them in a way where everybody feels like they're being treated appropriately before we tie people's pay to them, Kasky said. There's no perfect system, and I've give, given up trying to find one, she said. In addition to teaching supervisors how to properly 
do performance reviews, the city would need to budget for those raises rather than a predetermined rate increase. In my experience, you want to come as close to matching the inflationary rate as possible. Most of the time, our people are talking with their friends with other cities and can be recruited away, Kasky added. There will be some something fun for everyone at Food Trucks and Fireworks in Spring Hill. This year, the Food Trucks and Fireworks event is happening on Sunday, July 2nd. Festivities start at 6 p.m. and last until the fireworks show at sundown. Get ready for a family-friendly community gathering filled with mouth-watering food, endless fun, and a mind-blowing fireworks display by the downtown Nashville fireworks show Pyro Incorporated. Oh, and the best part? The admission is free. Mark the date in your calendar, share it with your friends, and plan on attending Food Trucks and Fireworks at 305 Parkfield Loop South in Spring Hill for a celebration you won't forget. When the sun starts to dip, prepare to be dazzled by an awe-inspiring fireworks show that'll leave everyone in awe, no matter their age. What about the food part of Food Trucks and Fireworks? There will be 30 or more local food trucks. Whether you're into savory or sweet, there will be something for everyone. Kids will enjoy bounce houses, and the young at heart can engage in some friendly competition with classic summer games like cornhole and frisbee. But the fun doesn't stop there. Throughout the event, there will be games and giveaways to keep the festive vibes vibes going strong. To make sure everyone can join in the fun, there are three parking options. The on-site red lot that is available for a small fee. The free blue lot with a complimentary shuttle service. And the yellow lot. Free on-site handicap parking, making sure that everyone can easily access the event. For all event details, including the full lineup of food trucks and entertainment, head over to www.foodtrucksandfireworks.com. One Generation Away is returning to Columbia State Community College, located at 1665 Hampshire Pike, to share free groceries with the residents of Columbia and surrounding communities. The nonprofit's mobile pantry will set up in the parking lot on Saturday, June 24th to distribute fresh produce, pantry staples, baked goods, dairy products, and more at the drive through event with anyone who would like to receive it, no questions asked. We love our Columbia friends, and we always look forward to coming together as a community to support one another through difficult seasons, said Chris Whitney, founder and CEO of One Gen Away. Thank you to Columbia State for always being a loyal host for these events. The event will begin around 8.30 a.m., but folks are encouraged to line up early as the food is first come, first served. Food distribution will conclude around 10 a.m. or when all the food has been given away. Volunteers should arrive at 7.30 a.m. to help sort and distribute the food. No registration is required to volunteer or to receive food. For more information about One Gen Away, visit www.onegenaway.com. One Generation Away is a 501c3 nonprofit organization focused on wiping hunger off the face of America. Founded in 2013, the nonprofit rescues and receives high-quality food and distributes it free of charge to those experiencing food insecurity in Middle Tennessee, North Alabama, and the Florida Panhandle. Learn more at www.onegenaway.com. Remote Area Medical, or RAM, a major nonprofit provider of pop-up clinics delivering free quality dental, vision, and medical care to those at need, will hold a free two-day clinic in Columbia on July 8th and 9th. Remote Area Medical will be set up at the E.A. Cox Middle School, located at 633 Bear Creek Pike in Columbia, for two days only. This clinic is in collaboration with the Filipino-American International Organization in Tennessee. 
All remote area medical services are free and no ID is required. Free dental, vision, and medical services will be provided on a first-come, first-served basis. The patient parking lot will open no later than 11.59 p.m. on Friday night, July 7th, and remain open for the duration of the clinic. Once in the parking lot, additional information regarding clinic opening processes and next steps will be provided. Clinic doors open at 6 a.m. Due to time constraints, patients should be prepared to choose between dental and vision services. Medical services are offered in addition to dental and vision services, free to every patient attending the clinic. For more information, to donate or to volunteer, please visit www.ramusa.org or call 6 I'm sorry 865-579-1530. Services available at the Free Remote Area Medical Clinic include dental cleanings, dental fillings, dental extractions, dental x-rays, eye exams, eye health exams, eyeglass prescriptions, eyeglasses made on site, women's health exams, and general medical exams. In some situations outside of remote area medicals control, such as inclement weather, volunteer cancellations, or other circumstances, the parking lot may open earlier or a smaller number of patients may be served. Remote area medical encourages everyone who would like services, especially dental services, to arrive as early as possible. Clinic closing time may vary based on each service area's daily capacity. For more information, visit www.ramusa.org. For those looking to explore new career opportunities, Murray Regional Health will be hosting a virtual hiring fair for a variety of clinical and non-clinical positions today, Tuesday, June 20th. During the career fair, applicants will participate in a 20-minute chat with a recruiter to discuss career opportunities with the organization, including but not limited to registered nurse, surgical technologist, medical lab technician, physical therapist, environmental services, and dietary services. You can RSVP, which is required for the career fair, at careers.murrayregional.com with spots available on a first-come, first-served basis. Located in Columbia, Murray Regional Medical Center serves as the flagship hospital for Murray Regional Health, the largest health system between Nashville and Huntsville. Murray Regional Health also includes Marshall Medical Center in Lewisburg, Wayne Medical Center in Waynesboro, Lewis Health Center in Hohenwald, Murray Regional Medical Group physician practices across the region and several outpatient facilities. Murray Regional Health offers one of the most comprehensive and competitive benefits packages in Middle Tennessee, including medical, dental, and vision insurance plans, merit-based pay increases, flexible shift options, an on-site daycare center, education assistance for qualifying candidates, access to earned wages before payday, financial counseling and career navigation support, local discounts, and more. In fall of 2022, Forbes named Murray Regional Medical Center as one of the best employers in the state of Tennessee, one of only nine hospitals or health systems listed for employee satisfaction. The organization was also recognized as a 2023 Best Place for Working Parents for the organization's commitment to providing a progressive, family-friendly benefits package and was named a recipient of the Tennessee Nurses Association's Outstanding Employer Award in 2022. For more information about career opportunities at Murray Regional Health's Southern Middle Tennessee facilities, as well as details about the organization's comprehensive benefits package, visit www.careers.murrayregional.com or call the number 931-380-4017. The Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce is excited to announce its highly anticipated annual extravaganza, Experience Spring Hill, the event, presented by Liberty Federal Credit Union. 
The family-friendly free event will take place on Saturday, June 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Summit High School. Featuring over 100 vendors offering a diverse range of products and services, Experience Spring Hill, the event will showcase the vibrant community of Spring Hill in one convenient location. The event will also offer a plethora of activities to delight all ages, including a touch-a-truck display, an exhilarating bounce house, an engaging golf simulator, an exciting video gaming area, an immersive virtual reality station, lively dance demonstrations from local studios, appearance by beloved famous characters, and a medley of entertaining games with prizes. Furthermore, the City of Spring Hills Library... Parks, police, fire, and administrative services will be present, providing valuable community information on site. Rebecca Melton, the executive director of the Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce, expressed her enthusiasm for the return of the annual Eat, Shop, and Play event. She stated, Our organization's mission is to positively influence the business culture to create a better Spring Hill, and this event allows us to showcase the many local businesses and organizations that embody our mission. Bringing together representatives from the Spring Hill Welcome Center, Visit Franklin, Experience Murray, Visit Columbia, and South Central Tennessee Tourism Association under one roof, a new attraction at the event will be a Tennessee Travels exhibit area featuring the very best in the area's local tourism, attractions, hidden gems, and adventures. We are thrilled to be the presenting sponsor of Experience Spring Hill, the event once again this year, said Chris Wagner of Liberty Federal Credit Union in Spring Hill. Participating in this event allows us to connect with and wholeheartedly support the Spring Hill community in a meaningful and impactful way, he said. For further information about the event, please visit the official website at www.experiencespringhill.com forward slash experience dash spring dash hill dash event. And now your hometown memorials sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Norman Don Garner, 88, a retired employee of industrial products and a resident of Hampshire, died Friday, June 16th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Garner will be conducted on Tuesday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Worley Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Tuesday from 10 a.m. until service time at the funeral home. Mr. Jerry Dwayne Walters, 71, a retired employee of Precision Tubular and resident of Mount Pleasant, died Friday, June 16th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Walters will be conducted on Thursday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Arlington Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 4 to 8 p.m. at the funeral home. Mrs. Cheryl Kathleen Ragsdale Ray, 73, a retired caregiver for CPS, died Friday, June 16th at her residence in Pulaski. Funeral services for Mrs. Ray will be conducted Thursday, June 22nd at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday, June 21st from 4 to 8 p.m. at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer. 
and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have overcast skies today with thunderstorms developing this afternoon. The high will be around 78 degrees with winds out of the north-northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. The chance of rain today, 70%. Tonight, we can expect scattered thunderstorms during the evening, partly cloudy skies after midnight. The low will be near 65 with light and variable winds. The chance of overnight rain, 40%. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. 
Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Tennessee is continuing to expand its electric vehicle manufacturing industry. Donghua Electrolyte, a South Korean-based manufacturer, is one of the latest companies making moves, breaking ground on its first U.S. electrolyte plant in Clarksville, Tennessee, on June 6th. The 35,000-square-foot facility expected to open next summer will produce electrolyte material, a vital chemical that allows an electrical charge to pass between two terminals inside a lithium-ion battery, a key component to an electric vehicle's power source. Donghua joins Ultium Cells in Spring Hill, Tritium in Lebanon, and 6K Energy in Jackson, Tennessee, as the most recent in a string of EV-related companies making plans to do business in Tennessee, along with auto manufacturers such as Nissan, GM and Ford, who are all ramping up EV production across the state. On June 15th, Bristol, Tennessee Essential Services cut the ribbon on its newly installed Fast Chargers at the Pinnacle Shopping Center as part of Fast Charge TN, a joint effort among the Tennessee Valley Authority, Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation, and Seven States Power Corporation. The groups are working together to develop a comprehensive EV fast charging network expected to be complete by 2026. Once it's finished, the fast charge network is set to have 80 locations with 200 fast chargers along interstates and major highways across TVA's seven-state service area. The goal is for drivers to never be more than 25 miles from a fast charge network charging station, according to TVA's Scott Fielder. Donghua Electrolyte USA Incorporated plans to create 68 new jobs and invest $70 million in Clarksville, allowing the company to better serve electric vehicle lithium battery producers across the southeast and supporting customer demand. Tritium, a global company that makes DC fast chargers for electric vehicles, plans to add 250 jobs this year at its Lebanon facility on top of the 500 jobs previously announced at the plant. Tritium opened in 2022 in the former Toshiba space at Baird Industrial Park on Toshiba Drive. The company has said the Lebanon facility will eventually produce up to 30,000 fast-charging units per year. The U.S. Department of Energy closed a $2.5 billion loan to Altium Cells LLC to help finance the construction of new lithium-ion battery cell manufacturing facilities in Ohio, Michigan, and Tennessee, with 3,700 jobs expected to be created at the Spring Hill facility alone. The $275 million investment at Altium Cells will increase battery production by more than 40%, according to data released by the state as previously reported in the Tennessean. The General Motors Spring Hill plant is set to produce its first electric vehicle, the Cadillac Lyric, with the Altium batteries. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Andy's Frozen Custard is thrilled to announce its partnership with RCR Racing for the official 2023 Show Car Tour. As part of this exciting collaboration, Andy's Frozen Custard will showcase the NASCAR Xfinity car at its 4941 Main Street Spring Hill location on Thursday, June 22nd from 3 to 8 p.m. Race fans and frozen custard enthusiasts are invited to join the festivities and witness the NASCAR and Xfinity car up close. The event promises an array of exciting activities and special offers for all attendees. From 3 to 8 p.m., the Spring Hill location will offer a range of extra goodies as well. It's all happening at Andy's Frozen Custard on June 22nd from 3 to 8 p.m. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOMWKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.